0: And this is the Holistic Heart Podcast, the place for all things therapy and mental health. We know navigating the human experience can be as challenging as it is beautiful. So we wanted to create a space where we can dive deep into self exploration, normalize the struggle, and hold space for hard topics and conversations.
1: We are so excited to have you join us on this journey.
0: Hi, welcome to the Holistic Heart Podcast. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with Sammy. Hello. And we are, this episode is going to come out on Halloween. It's not Halloween today that we're recording, but it's going to come out on Halloween.
1: Yeah.
0: Fun. Um, And so we thought that we would do maybe a convo about Sunday scaries just
1: like, spooky theme. I have a ghost shirt on today. <laughs> you do, it's like perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, we love, I feel like I love the fall and I feel like a lot of us here at Holistic Heart are autumnal, <laughs> we, like, yes. we like the fall and spooky season vibe.
1: I love that word.
0: I know, <laughs> it's just fun, it's fun to yes. Um. But yeah, so since it's gonna be, since it is, when you're listening to this, if you're listening to it the day it comes out, um. Halloween, we thought we'd go little spooky vibes with us. Yes. Yeah. Things that freak
1: us out a little bit. Absolutely. Well, and because Halloween's on a Monday, and if you're listening to it on Halloween or any other day, oh. um, but being that today is Monday, then yesterday was Sunday, which means that perhaps you experienced the Sunday scaries very recently. And I also think of like that's the term, but we can certainly have the Monday scaries or the Tuesday scaries or the Wednesday scaries. Like that's something that can be kind of a, a week-long process as well.
0: Totally. And I I feel like most people listening will know what we're talking about when we say Sunday scaries. But I actually am not a person that has experienced Sunday scary. So I didn't always know what that was when people were talking about it.
1: Do you want to give a quick like thought on what it is, Sammy? Yeah. Like, for anyone if they are like, what the heck is that? Yeah. So I guess my experience of it is, and I think um like collectively or like in the zeitgeist, what we're talking about when we say Sunday scaries is that that feeling that you start to to feel creep in on, you know, traditionally having let's say the weekend off. So on Sunday, in anticipation of going back to work, going back to school, going back to your typical responsibility routine starting on Monday. And so, and I use that word specifically anticipation. So we can start to feel that anxiety or dread or, you know, whatever maybe is coming along with that. And I think we can all experience that in our own ways, but it's all about that anticipation. It's the anticipatory anxiety, the anticipatory dread, because it's not something specifically that you are experiencing in that moment, it's the anticipation of what that may or may not end up being.
0: Right. And this is where we like can steal our own joy also. Right. Is like, yeah. wow. Like, so we're enjoying our Sunday perhaps, or maybe it's your, you know, Wednesday or whatever, whenever it is for you, but like that you're experiencing maybe something restorative or restful or something really nice and fun. And we start to think this is going to end. Like this is going to be over and then it's going to be blah, 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 whatever thing maybe we don't want to do or, or just the idea that the experience that we're in is going to terminate in some like short term that gives us that like joy stealing effect. And I think that I know that Brene Brown talks about this in her books. I can't remember which book. I feel like Mm -hmm. she's got so many now. It Mm -hmm. might be. It might be daring greatly, or it might be the gifts of imperfection. But I know that she talks about this concept of like like joy thiefing, like yeah. you know, stealing yeah. from yourself or killing joy by anticipating the absence of when you're in the experience, right? Like, and so it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the opportunity I have. To really be in this moment which is something that we talked about in our last episode too with changes wow. is like really appreciating and letting yourself cherish and be in the moment mm-hmm. but this sort of anticipatory experience like you're describing brings us right out of that like mindful present moment and it's interesting because you're talking about it and I hear it's not what you're experiencing right now it's what you're anticipating experiencing but because you're anticipating it, you are sort of bringing that experience into the right now, right? Like in your body at least. And so you might be in, I don't know, let's just say like for me on Sundays, like I like to do like restorative downtime stuff, like book reading or like if it's warm enough, like sitting outside with my dog or something like that. And so that idea of like, oh, I'm in that really like calm, gentle place with myself and my body and my environment. And then if I think about like, oh, I've got, but I've got an eight o'clock meeting tomorrow. And then I've got back-to-back sessions after that, how it can throw your body into that experience of like, like that hectic, uh, minute by minute scheduling, you know, that it's not what's happening right now, but then becomes, you know, my internal experience in that moment.
1: Yeah. It kind of makes me think of like when you're on vacation or something and you're, Mm -hmm. I have worked on this for myself a lot. And I still find this pattern coming up, but it's like, you are almost like, you're so excited that you're on it, but then you're thinking about like, Oh my gosh, I only have three days left. I only have two more days left. And you're dreading that. Like, like you said, whatever is in the present moment is no longer going to be there and potentially also dreading whatever is going to be there. But then you're bringing that experience into your body and you're living not in the present. You're, you're not, um, being able to fully be in that moment, which is like, perhaps sometimes this may be a way of avoiding what is going on in your present moment. But I think specifically when we're talking about the Sunday scaries, I think it is, it's like you're well, maybe not so warmly welcoming in to your body, the physical sensations that may come or are just coming as you're anticipating something. And that's something being maybe that feeling of like, when you walk into work and you see that long um, list of emails that you need to get back to, or you think of all of the different tasks that you need to get to, which I also think can feel especially overwhelming, let's say on a Monday, because now you it's the beginning of your week and you have the whole week versus, you know, if you're waking up on a Thursday and thinking about the stuff you have to do on a Thursday and a Friday or something like that.
0: Yeah. It's so funny because it just the, the conversation has me thinking about the way that we sort of like internally time travel you know it's like you know like we're not always in the present we're almost hardly ever in the present moment really and so we can be you know I know last episode we talked that you can be sometimes um, nostalgic which is like bringing ourselves into the past and and possibly like really positive memories from the past and then we also certainly future trip what is going to happen you know xyz and almost hardly ever are we in the present moment. And like, Mm -hmm. certainly there are adverse circumstances where being in the present moment is not a good option. And like, that's understandable and we do what we need to, to keep ourselves safe in those moments. But a lot of times we're stealing that moment from ourselves that that the present moment actually does offer us quite a bit. Like that's where our life is really happening. And so it's fascinating to think about how it's almost like a sense of preparedness like I if I'm thinking about tomorrow or I'm thinking about the meeting in the morning or the emails that I have to answer or whatever like then maybe it won't be so bad because I'm somehow mentally preparing
1: myself or something like that like I feel like that's
0: the story that we can tell ourselves to go along with that
1: behavior yeah like it's I I know that it's going to feel like the rug's ripped out from underneath me. So I'm just going to already know what that's feeling like. I'm going to pre-do that for myself so that there is that, I think, preparedness. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect way of putting that. And it's just, it's like deceiving yourself in a way.
0: Yeah. Because we're totally lying. Like, it's like telling yourself <laughs> we're lying to ourselves, right? Like, it's <laughs> its like saying, if I worry about it now, then it won't be as bad. Yeah. But that's not one, not actually true. And two, we don't actually know that we'll be bad tomorrow or whenever you're anticipating it might, it might not be how you feel. It's more that like what we are worried it would be like, as opposed to what it will actually be like, um, and wanting to feel like we, I think, you know, humans, we really like to know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And so even if it's going to be something quote unquote hard or challenging, we want to like, feel like we know and by mentally rehearsing it in some way it feels like we're doing something about it yeah yeah even though what we could really be doing about it I think it's like letting yourself have those restorative moments those like mindful present moment experiences actually are protective factors and do help us tolerate stress and stressful environments better because we're actually nurturing and nourishing ourselves in other instances and in other aspects of our life, So we have more resilience when it comes to a potentially stressful situation or anxiety inducing situation. Yeah. So It's interesting that we'll like take ourselves out of the thing that could actually be helpful <laughs> to try to prepare for, um, what, what we think could maybe happen, you yeah. know, or worry will happen.
1: Totally. When I know for myself, i so, so, so often we'll experience when Monday comes, let's say, and you're going through the motions of that, that very thing that was creating that anticipatory anxiety. And then I'm like, wow, I wish I would have lived yesterday in yesterday because now I'm in this. Mm-hmm. And so the time that I had for restorative practice Is now gone. I don't have that anymore, and I'm in this. And I also I wasn't able to step fully into that in that moment. And like it's fair. There are times. That's why I brought up the vacation example earlier, where it's like, yeah, like you don't want the vacation to be done. You don't want the weekend to be done. I think that there's a difference between that feeling of being like, oh, my my break's gonna be done, and what we're talking about, at least in this context of the Sunday Scaries.
0: I think, too, there's so many avenues we could explore with this, and I don't think we'll have time to dive into all of them. Also, I'm sorry if you can hear Benson chewing on his basket (laughs) right here, and he's like, Benson's uh, present for this conversation, and he's chewing on something loudly, so if you can hear it, then I apologize on his behalf. But I feel like there's, like, so many directions we could go because there's the fact that, like, yes, we're, like, practicing and preparing and like maybe we don't actually need to be as worried maybe tomorrow whatever we're anticipating is actually not going to be as bad as we think um I think a lot of times I talk to clients about how the anticipation of a distressed state is like worse than the state itself like we don't want to be like, we don't want to feel pain. We don't want to feel lonely. We don't want to feel sad, but when we're in the actual experience of it and where we stop fighting the, the experience and we just are sad or are lonely and we're in it, it's not like it's pleasant, but it's not necessarily the big thing that we built it up to be, you right. know? And so I think in that's one way we could take the conversation.
1: Yeah.
0: But another thing I'm thinking of is like, sometimes it is communication for us like if you're if you're feeling this type of anticipatory experience dread or anxiety or whatever maybe there is something that really needs reworking in your life like you know like maybe if it's not just around things like vacation ending or like special moments like you have maybe you have a big special event and then like it's sad when it's done because you took so much time planning it or whatever those are like you know pretty standard but if you know it's a uh, every day like where every Sunday you know you're just like dreading your work week is that a deeper conversation about like how am I structuring my life and my experiences and is there something for me a message for me in that and I feel like there's so many different ways it could show up it could be a message it could not you know it doesn't have to have some deep heavy meaning
1: but it could so mm-hmm. yeah you know what I often I'm- often, excuse me, think about with that where it's like, does it have to have a deep, heavy meaning? It doesn't always have to be a deep or heavy meaning, but there's meaning to it. There's something to that, to be able to explore. And when I talk to people in all contexts of my life, I, I mean, I love deep, meaningful conversations. So I'm like, yeah, let's get to it. But it's also, I know that A, not everybody feels that way. And it's like, it doesn't always have to be that. It could also just be like, yeah, but like, what is this representing? What maybe pattern is this representing? It doesn't have to necessarily mean that it's some deep emotional thing. I think everything is tied to deep emotional things to a certain extent. But it doesn't mean that like when you hear deep in the depth, it's like, oh, it's going to be digging. It's going to be having to peel back a lot of layers. It can, it's going to be painful. And like, certainly those can be elements of that. But it doesn't always have to be that. And it can just be like, yep. being aware that that's a pattern doesn't mean you have to do anything with it either. It can just be more information and that self-awareness. And sometimes that's the piece for like asking yourself, do I want to change the fact that I'm experiencing Sunday scaries? Right.
0: And what you and I harp on all the time with that self-awareness piece of like, am I like, would I just rat? Like I love my job, but most people would rather not be working. And so would I like, And so like, I'm sad when the weekend ends, but I'm not particularly like distressed when the work week starts kind of thing. Or is it like, well, this is really telling me I'm genuinely unhappy with something in my life. And that's something that we only can know for ourselves. So that like taking the opportunity, if you have an experience that like the Sunday scaries, that's like getting your attention, then, you know, like taking that as an opportunity to inquire with yourself. I think that's part of, personal practice, you know, it's just Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. work is what does this mean for me? Because what it means for everybody will be different.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, and that is so important. Like you're saying the difference between like, Oh, I just really like my weekends and I like what I do for my job, but I just don't want to go back tomorrow. I don't want this to be done. Or is it representing something deeper or just different? Yeah. And it also could be both. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to necessarily mean, um, and I think this is what you're getting at too. It doesn't necessarily have to mean like if you're feeling that way and you're like, it's not even so much that I'm sad the weekend's over. It's just something about the week. It doesn't have to do with because you don't like your job. And I say that because I, or school, let's say, I say that specifically because I think when we talk about um, Sunday scaries, and I say when we talk about, honestly, I mean like when I look at the memes that I see on Instagram <laughs> and, stuff, and the reels that people are making and everything, or the TikToks. That's typically what it's referring to is like going oh, back to work and the grind and everything. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean that. And if you're noticing that, it's just leaning in that self-inquiry piece of like, well, what what could this be representing for me? Why might this be showing up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything
0: as an invitation to curiosity. It's like, you know, I just think it it can be such a gift to move in through your life experience with an attitude or perspective of curiosity of just like wonder, you know, like, Hmm, I wonder like, what is this? What is that? What is it? You know, and, and letting the answer sometimes be quote unquote superficial. Like I, you all know, I love the deep stuff and I'm like all about finding meaning and insight development. And like, that's my jam. I'm into that but one of the big things that I've had to like do my own work around is like, not everything is some deep, dark shadow though. Like sometimes I'm just irritated because I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like not like a deeper, it's no deeper than that. It's like, Oh shit. I forgot to eat. And like, I'm, you know, like I'm edgy because I'm cranky because I didn't eat anything. And like Uh. that's as deep as it goes. And like, that's a valid and valuable response. So I think, when you can, when you're depth oriented, it can be, um, sort of tempting to like make everything a deeper conversation oh, and yeah. that discernment around when is it that, and when is it like, you know, something that's also just straightforward. That's just like, you know, maybe I would feel better if I, if I let myself, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, like put my phone down for an hour at night and like just spent some quiet time, like with no screens, maybe that would help. Like it yeah. could be something small. It doesn't need to be like this big, you know, catastrophic inquiry. And then also it could be.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I, I so many times will ask people when they're feeling anxious or when they're feeling those patterns, checking in with your basic needs, like you just said, well, are you hungry? Are you dehydrated? what's your sleep been like because no matter what not to invalidate any other things beyond your basic needs that may be going on but not meeting your basic needs is going to impact everything and that's making me think of like maybe if, um you experience like you get more sleep during the weekend or something so your body's sort of dreading the week cuz you know you're going back to not getting as much sleep because you have to wake up earlier for work or something or school and that may be an indicator of like, all right, well, what are some things that I might be able to change so that I could get to into bed five minutes earlier, 10 minutes earlier and shift the routine a little bit so that I could feel like I'm more supported with more sleep or um, more rest? I think, you know, our phones, I'm holding up my phone. That's a huge thing. I know for me, it's like, oh, I don't have any time for anything. And then I get that. on Sunday, I get the reminder of, Oh, this is how many hours a day you've spent on your phone. And it's like, Oh, thanks. I didn't need to know that. But the the irony of the fact that that's also on Sunday, maybe that's adding to my own Sunday scaries, but, um, but truly just like leaning in and, and noticing those kinds of things. And again, it might not be the only thing, but those are ways that you can help to support yourself. And you need to know these, um, seemingly simple things. The seemingly simple is where the profound can be found.
0: Yeah. Love that. <laughs> love it. I love Sammy. This like face of like, am I saying this? Yeah. <laughs> it sounded weird, <laughs> but yes. I think it was amazing. And <laughs> I, I think, you know, it's a valuable conversation of what basically I feel like what we're boiling this down to is like, what is my experience telling me about myself? And I think that that's a question that we can ask ourselves anytime with a lot of real value to that inquiry. And knowing that sometimes the answer will be something as simple as I need to get better rest or I might need to put my phone down more. And other times it's, hey, I have this really big creative project that I wish I had more time for I'm getting irritated because I that's actually really matters a lot to me and I'm not making enough time or I don't feel like I have enough time for it and where you know there's something else alive in me that wants to come out and I don't feel like I have the time to prioritize my needs around that or whatever it is right and like so I feel like the takeaway from our conversation is like Self check-ins, like what you know, when you notice something arising for yourself, whether it's the Sunday scaries, anticipatory anxiety, or dread, or whatever it is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: asking yourself, like, "Hmm, what is this experience telling me about me?" Yeah, it's like a really powerful inquiry to
1: sit with. Mm-hmm. Cool, and one that is again like seemingly simple. It's a, and I say that because. When we say we're just doing that, it can feel like, oh, it's just this, but it's hard to do. So that's why the, the seemingly piece of that. When I'm talking to people about this, it's oftentimes one of the first things I will say is like, well, what's it like to just check in to just notice? And we use the word "just" in that a lot. I find myself using that word a lot, and I think sometimes it can feel dismissive or um, invalidating. And it's really speaking to the seemingly simple part of something, but honoring that even that practice can be really challenging and be really confusing and something that maybe it feels like it's supposed to be leading us to an answer can feel like it's leading to more confusion which to me is yes that's the thing normally when we're trying to get to an answer we we need to muddle through the um the question marks that may be present
0: yeah very much and i feel like when you say that word just i hear what you're saying about like it could feel dismissive or minimizing But I think what we're really trying to say is like only.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Like we're only noticing. We're not going to like go into analytics or like, you know, um, trying to like rationalize or justify We're we're only noticing. We're just showing up. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like the, the simple can be the most challenging for us. Like to think about what it is like, you know, if anyone listening and certainly for myself Like meditating, like oh, I'm I'm just sitting and breathing. Like how many people struggle? I certainly struggle with that. Like only sitting and breathing, right? Yes, I'm doing um and attending only to my breath and only to the present moment because we, some part of us, I think, wants to match things. Like oh, this is a complex problem, so it must be hard to get to, right? Like we yes. think that we need to like, it needs to be proportionate. Like if I'm struggling with something or something is creating distress in me, then it must be, I must have to work really hard or do a lot of different things mm-hmm. to like resolve it or to get yeah. to whatever might be helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Like we want to match the energy of of the challenge, but yeah. really when something feels overly complicated, moving into the simple, not easy but simple can be exactly what's needed or supportive because it takes us out of that hamster wheel of like overcomplication. Definitely. Yeah. So you know, just no big deal if you're listening, just try it. Like, just do <laughs> it. Just try it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel like that that
1: was a fun combo. It was. Yes.
0: <laughs> We're already at our time, which I feel like yes. we always hit like faster than I think we're going to. Always. Quick.
1: I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, are we going to be able to talk about this for that long? And then it's like, oh shoot. Yep. Yep. We absolutely can.
0: Professional <laughs> therapist, We can talk about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you for listening. If you're listening
0: on Halloween, I hope that you have an amazing Halloween. We love Halloween here. At yes. And we'll talk to you again in the next episode. Good. Happy Halloween.